2: We're not taking your calls today, but thank you for tuning in and enjoy the show.
3: It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. How in the world are you today? It's Marriage
4: Monday. You ready to talk to me? Come on, let's go. Live from our nation's capital, welcome to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. An expert on race, religion, and relationships, Dr. Anderson wants to talk to you. Our phone lines are now open, 888-432-7434. And now, please welcome Dr. David Anderson, your bridge-building voice in the nation's capital. That's me, your bridge-building voice right here in the nation's
3: capital. How in the world are you today today? Well, wherever you are, in your kitchen, in your car, maybe in front of your computer or your smartphone, uh, watching me on my Facebook Live or YouTube Live channel, thanks for doing that. At Anderson Speaks is my handle there for that and all of my social media. And then, of course, on the most listened to Christian talk station on the East Coast, second in the entire country, WAVA. 105.1 105.1 FM, right here in Arlington, Virginia, covering all of the DMV, D.C., Maryland, Virginia, parts of Pennsylvania and West Virginia as well. So thanks a lot for tuning in. And of course, if you're new to the show, let me tell you how we roll. Uh, we kick off the week with Marriage Mondays, Tough Topic Tuesdays, Wisdom Wednesdays, Theological Thursdays, and then Open Phone-in Fridays. Anything you want to talk to me about on Friday is fair game. And then we have a special edition every weekend at 7 p.m. on this same station. So you get to you get to have me all week, and I get to hang out with you all week. And then, of course, on Sundays, you can always check me out at bridgeway.cc and check out online uh, services there. Just go to bridgeway.cc. Today is Monday, and it is Labor Day. And so we're going to talk about working at marriage. Working at marriage, how much labor and or work is involved in your marriage? Do you really have to work at it? Or are you in a situation where actually it's pretty easy, it didn't take much work to get to where you are, uh, or uh, it just, y'all flow in such a way, it just doesn't ever feel like work. While for others, it feels like work, it feels like labor, or you go through seasons, you know seasons where you got to put the work in you got to work on your communication work on your relationship work on uh your agreements with regard to maybe how to raise the children or how to uh use the finances or make the finances what about you uh what do you think on this labor day uh is there any labor in in marriage and by the way is it worth working at or is it one of those things look We shouldn't have to work at this. Therefore, it must not be working. Hmm? You ever think about that? Well, I'd love to hear from you. If you want to give me a call, my phone number is 888-432-7434. That number, again, if you just want to remember the word bridge, especially for those who might be driving over one, 888 43 bridge Let's bow in prayer, as we always do, to open the show, and then we'll take your phone calls. My lines are open, so go ahead and give me a call. Let me know your thoughts about this topic, working at marriage. Is it something you should have to work for, or should it not be so difficult? Love to hear from you on this Labor Day. Lord Jesus, we're going to bow for prayer now and say thank you for allowing us to uh, have conversation about marriage and how to keep it together, how to how to work at it, and most of all, the great work you've done on the cross on our behalf, we bow before you and say thank you for that. Now we commit our show to you in the name of Jesus. Together, everyone said amen and amen. Well, there are a couple other ways you can get a hold of me. You can always go to andersonspeaks.com. Anderson dot com or go to my favorite website, embracegracism.com, embracegracism.com. And there you can uh, learn more about the book, Gracism, The Art of Inclusion, as well as what, is it, what does it mean to be a gracist as opposed to a racist or racism. We talk about gracist and gracism, a positive solution. Uh, to racism. So make sure you check that book out, but go to com, And if you s- scroll down, you'll see a little phone icon. If you hit that, guess what'll happen? It'll call me right here live in the studio. So there you have it. Um, listen, my number is 888-43-BRIDGE. So if it it says in the Bible that we are supposed to be one, the two become one. Then what about that pairing? What about that integration of man and woman for a lifetime? Should it take work and what kind of work should it take? Should marriage take work and what kind of work should it take? I'd love to hear your opinion and your thoughts on the topic. Uh, feel free to call me at 888 888- Four, three bridge it's labor day and the last thing you want to be doing is to work on a water problem but if your basement is flooded if you need remediation if you smell mold or mildew then make sure you go to BestBuyWaterproofing.com. They're sponsoring our show on this Labor Day, and they would be happy to give you a free estimate of how they could fix the water problems in your home. They also do roofs, and so if you need a roof, if you see those brown stains on the ceiling, uh, get a quote from them so they can get in, get out, and get you all happy again, okay? Their number is 844-980-3707. 844-980-3707. Eight four four nine eight zero thirty seven zero seven. Now today, again, we're talking about marriage and specifically the work of it. Is marriage something you ought to work at? And then what kind of work should you do? You know, Proverbs says that he who finds a wife finds a good thing and receives favor from the Lord. So if you receive favor from God... Uh, because you are married, then that means you shouldn't have to work at it, right? How much work should it take? And when should you be done working at it? I mean, Would it be okay to just not work at it anymore? Uh, and to just say, hey, let's just have, uh, you know, be married, but not necessarily have a marriage, or uh, maybe just split all together? Or is it worth working at it? By the way, What does it feel like if one spouse in the couple wants to work at it, but the other spouse in the couple doesn't want to work at it? What do you do then if you are the part of the couple, you just don't want to work at it anymore? What do you do? Or how if you're the one that's like, No, Doc, I want to work at it, but he doesn't. Doc, I want to work at it, but she doesn't. What do you do when only one is willing to work? Well, let's talk about this today. That is our topic. I've set it up for you well, so my lines are open, so feel free to give me a call. The number is 888-432-7434. That's 888-432-7434. We're going to run to our commercial break now, and as soon as we get back, we'll take your phone calls. By the way... Uh, I'm right here tomorrow on Tough Topic Tuesday as well. So set my number in your speed dial so you're ready to give me a call at 888 43 Bridge. We'll be right back. This is Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson.
2: YouTube and Andersonspeaks.com. Check him out today.
3: Have you ever driven through your neighborhood and saw that neighbors had their grass that was way too long? They had all kinds of clovers in the grass, and you're wishing as you drive silently, I wish they would mow their lawn. Well, guess what? Why don't you get them a gift? <laughs> Call Laser Landscaping and let them.
4: like. You can also watch live on YouTube. Just search for Anderson Speaks, all one word, and make sure to subscribe. Join our text community and receive a free weekly text from Dr. Anderson. Just text the word INSPIRE to 97000. That's INSPIRE to 97000. And now, back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. That's me. It's Real Talk with Dr.
3: David Anderson. It is Marriage Monday. You want to talk about marriage? We are talking about working at your marriage. How much labor uh, should a relationship take? And how much labor should be involved in working on your marriage? What kind of work is necessary when it comes to marriage? Should you have to work at it? Well, you've often heard... Uh, It says, you know, people say marriage takes work. Well, it does. What kind of work does it take? I'd love to hear from you if you have an answer to that or maybe a thought about it. 888-432-7434 is my phone number live in studio. Uh, If you want to remember the number, just remember the word bridge. 888 43 bridge By the way, the scripture teaches us that God brought uh, Eve to Adam by putting Adam to sleep and then pulling out uh, his rib and creating woman so he created man from the dust created woman from the man and then brought them together and the two shall be united uh, in marriage and become one flesh right so everything seemed to be cool until sin got involved and once that happened uh, there was all kind of consternation between human beings including in the marital relationship so what do you do when Yeah, the person is not communicating the way they should. The person's not acting the way they should. You're married to them, right? But they're a sinner, right? (laughs) They've got their own selfishness. They've got their own issues. You've got your own selfishness, your own issues. So what kind of work does it take? And by the way, if you have been married and you have some advice for those that haven't been married, it might be a good time now to actually say, here's the kind of work that might be involved. But we're free-willed human beings and adults, so if that's the case, we should also be able to say, I don't want to be married because I don't want to have to put in that much work. And the guys I've dated, it's too much work. Or the women I've dated, it's too much work. I don't want to have to put in that much work. It shouldn't take that much work to be married to someone. So uh, we can look at it from both angles, and I want to hear from you from both perspectives for those who are married for those who are not married Um, I don't want to say for those who wish they weren't but you know there is the a reality of divorce and separation separation and divorce in marriages as well and a lot of it has to do with what I'm talking about right here so going in with eyes wide open and the question is am I willing to work at it because I love this person so much and I'm called to this person, that I would rather work at it with them for my life than not to. Are you with me? You see how this is going? All right, let me give you the number one more time, and then I'll go to the phone lines. My phone number is 888-432-7434. Let's kick the show off with Carlton, who's on the line in Woodbridge, Virginia. Hey, Carlton, Dr. Anderson here. How you doing?
0: All right. How you doing, sir?
3: Oh, I'm alive and grateful. Thanks for hanging with me. What are you thinking?
0: Hey, uh, I just want to share a little word of wisdom and counsel on this subject. I've been, been married 31 years.
3: Oh, wow. Okay.
0: And uh, and so coming into marriage, you know, you would hope that a person or both, both people in a, a relationship would be open-minded and have open hearts because, you know, you're going to grow and change and evolve over time. But, you know, sometimes after you get married, if, if that wasn't the case when you get married, then... Uh, one of them, one of the partners may have eyes gotten open by God, and their hearts become to get open mm-hmm. uh, to to want to see change because you know there are things. As always, you know we need to improve on or get better at because we're two becoming one flesh. But when there's an issue where one, you know, sees something that's that's really detrimental to the relationship, and the other one's not seeing it or open to it. You always got to go back to what the word of God. We got to pray. You have to trust uh-huh. God and pray that God will speak to that other partner's heart and soften their heart. And you have to, you know, be long-suffering and patient with God to allow mm. God to do His work in the other partner's life.
3: So instead of trying to see it microwaved in the change immediately, you're saying go into a season of prayer and ask God to show it to them, and then be patient during that time to have that uh, all come to pass. Is that what I'm hearing from you?
0: Well, you, you you have to because we're none of us are perfect, and and we all need grace. And and the thing is, we can't control situations. A lot of times, we want to control stuff to make it what we think it should be, rather than what God wants it to be.
3: What we can't control, it, Carlton.
0: <laughs> people people Darn. think they can control. People think they can control, but you can't control nothing.
3: Well, and what's worse is when you try to control another human being.
0: That's right, and that human exactly. being
3: is your spouse, and you want to control her or control him. And, and how's that working for you, right? I mean, it just it doesn't work very well, does
0: it? It does. And and, and last thing I'll say, I'll let you take other calls, but you know, it's what people got to realize. What you said is that we we grow over time, and some of a lot of us, and that most of us probably don't understand this when we're younger in life, and then even younger in marriage. But over time, you realize. Listen. Don't try to change someone else. You can't. And don't try to control somebody else because you can't. You have to allow God to do what only he can do for your other partner. And I had to learn that.
3: Right. Well, there was a study done, Carlton, before I let you go and I'll move on to Lucy in Virginia. But there was a study done where uh, couples who wanted to divorce uh, and hung in there for five years— were happier five years later than the couples that did get divorced who weren't happy. So you had, you you know, you had these couples in this study, half of them did get divorced. The other half hung in there. And five years later, they were actually happy again. Although all of the couples were unhappy at the beginning of the study. So that idea that you have of perseverance and patience and prayer, I think really can change a marriage from being unhappy to happy. What do you think?
0: Which well, what you just said is bingo because i was in that situation we, oh. you know I, I don't i don't know too many relationships that haven't experienced the thought of of separating or divorce i was there mm. you know and after about maybe i would say somewhere in that 15 year mark somewhere okay. in there okay. and uh but but again like you said you know me and my wife are great now i mean we i'm serious we where I am with her now where she is with me now is is nothing compared to how we were 15 20 years ago.
3: Wow, how about that? Well, like you said, bingo. <laughs> hey, uh, listen yep. Carlton, thanks for hanging with me from Woodbridge, Virginia today, okay? All right, God bless her. Blessings back at you. Let's go to Lucy in Virginia. Hi Miss Lucy, it's Dr. Anderson here. How you doing today?
5: I'm great, How are you, Dr.
3: Anderson. No, oh, I'm alive and grateful and so glad you're hanging with me on this Labor Day. What are you thinking?
5: Uh, I just wanted to offer my single perspective. Okay. Um, You know, I'm a single that wants to be married.
3: Okay. among
5: other personal reasons, one of the reasons I'm not is because, you know, I've met people that just don't want to work into a relationship. Okay. In general. Um, So you know that about
3: yourself, right?
5: Right. Uh, And I feel that in the marriage, um, I haven't experienced it myself, but I feel that it is necessary to, to work into it um, because I do know the concept of, you know, what you work hard at and, you know, even academically or personally at any level, you get something, you bear the fruit, you know, the Bible teaches us, you know, right reap what yourself, so
3: you sow. So do you want to be married or do you not want to be married because you said you know it takes work to put it in? Are you saying, yes, yes doc, I'd like to be married, but... I want to be married to somebody that I really am motivated to put the work in.
5: No, exactly. No, so I am, I do want to be married, but I haven't found a person that actually, got gotcha. you know, wants to work at it. Um, huh. I, I have found that just, you know, want relationship just to have one, but don't want to, you know, cause I believe it's a given and take, And a lot of people right. in this culture that we live in, um, Just want to get something
3: out of it. Well, and you don't want to be married. You don't want to be married just to be married. So I like the fact that you're thinking thinking about it from a a higher standpoint to say, listen, we're not gonna be married just to be married. I want to find somebody who's willing to put the work in because they love me that much and vice versa. So I appreciate your perspective, especially as a single woman. Okay, Lucy. Okay,
5: thank
3: you, Dustin. Uh-huh. Blessings to you. Let's go to Charlene in Olney, Maryland. Hello, Miss Charlene. It's Doctor Anderson. How are you today?
6: Hi, Doctor Anderson. I am alive and graceful. <laughs> ah, there you, you go. There you go.
3: Makes two of us.
6: <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. What yes. You... My question is: that... <laughs> Before you even ask me, I'm already asking. Go this. for it. Go
3: for it. No, I want to know. What do you think about this topic of work at marriage?
6: Yes. My question is: The Bible says. Two
3: can't walk together unless they agree, right?
6: Right. Suppose your mind to somebody you don't agree with.
3: Then what do you do? Fire them. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding.
6: That's you. <laughs> if
3: you you can't you can't fire your spouse. But here's the thing: if you no. and your spouse don't agree, the question is, what do you not agree on? Is it? I don't agree on what movie we're going to watch tonight. I don't agree on what house we're going to buy or bigger than that. I don't agree that I even want to be with you anymore. You know, so it's the level of disagreement that's going to cause the constant, the level of consternation. Makes sense. A
6: level of a disagreement. Yes, it does. And I think this is a bigger, a big issue. And it's a serious issue mainly because he takes it very seriously. And I do too. We are different sides of uh, 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 sides of the whatever you call the Defense. scale with politics.
5: Okay, very okay. Very, very,
6: you see what I'm saying? It's a politics. Oh thing. Lord. He's very serious about his side. I'm very serious about my oh, side.
3: Oh wow. Well, which one are you? are you? Are you the Democrat side or the Republican side, or is it just a topic?
6: I'm the Republican all the way.
3: You're the Republican, the and he's the Democrat. I'm
6: Republican. And all the way, a Trump lover all the way. Oh Lord! Oh Lord!
3: In the same <laughs> so
6: you house. The you can imagine the arguments. Oh
3: Lord! Have. Who's sleeping up? Who's sleeping upstairs and who's sleeping downstairs?
6: <laughs> I know what you mean, and it's those nights he stays downstairs, and I stay upstairs. It gets so easy sir, oh because God. I don't get angry with him. I accept his side, surely believe what you want and do it what you want, but he doesn't accept me for what I believe in, and he gets extremely angry, he goes off in t- and, and uh he goes off into rage, he just gets crazy because yeah. he gets so angry with me when I speak in support of the Republicans, our president, he gets so angry.
5: Wow. He goes into
6: fits of rage. Mm. And I said, Honey, you know, we could agree to disagree, but don't get mad with me because I don't agree with you. Right. But he gets so angry. Well how important just I run down in my wall prayer room and cry and talk to God about now, it. Now let me ask you
3: let me ask you a question though. How important is is Mr Trump and the Republican Party to you? that you have to speak your opinion. Like, if he asks you your opinion, that's one thing. But if he doesn't ask you, is this something that you can keep to yourself? It's not like your Lord Jesus where you have to speak about him. Is this something you can kind of keep to yourself just to bring more peace into the house? Or is this something you just, you have to talk about it?
6: You know what? I guess you answered my question. I guess you told me what I need to do. You know, yeah. I, I do it's not to the point that I wanna be I, I got to prove myself right. And how important is God it? God is the judge. How important is it?
3: And if and your relationship if your relationship ends over uh this man in the office, that would really that would just really be a yeah. terrible thing. Like, um, you know, right. I gotta choose between right. two men. The man I love and the the man I love, uh, I mean, like, you know, he going to be out of <laughs> office right. in either four years or in, in the next four months. And so uh, don't lose your marriage over this joker, even if you respect him, like him and love him. At the end of the day, whether you divorce or not divorce, he's not going to care about that. But you have to care about it. So if I'm just saying, look, take a chill pill, tamp it down. And uh and y'all get back in the same bedroom. <laughs> hey, listen, I gotta roll. I've got this break. I'm coming back to the second half of the show. Give me a call, triple eight four three bridge.
4: Hey, it's Norm with A-Action Home Services here. Did you know a single running toilet can quietly waste over 1,000 gallons of water in a single day? For only $99, our experienced and professional plumbers can perform a whole house plumbing system inspection to confirm that your home's water shutoff valves, toilets, faucets, and other fixtures are all leak-free and operational. So give us a call today at 703-922-1900. That's 703-922-1900. And you too can say... Problem solved.
1: Your business is ready for a reboot, a recharge. The way our companies operate has changed. Adapting to the changes hasn't been easy, but never more important to succeed. Many of the digital resources available have helped overcome obstacles your business is facing, but are you using the full potential of every one of them? That's where Salem Surround can help. Your business needs to use digital tools more than ever to stay in touch with customers who are making buying decisions for the new year. Will they consider or even know about you? The marketing team at Salem Surround gives you the tools needed to stand out and be visible to current and potential customers online right now looking for what you do. We'll design a plan that targets and surrounds customers with proven marketing strategies. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your marketing plan and see how we can help place your advertising message in front of today's consumers. Learn more at surrounddc.com. Surrounddc.com. Connecting you with new customers. WAVA-FM is heard on HD Radio at 105.1 FM HD1 or on iHeart. Tune in and now on Radio.com. A lighthouse in an ocean storm. We're 105.1 FM, bringing hope and faith to the nation in the nation's capital.
2: Listen to The Alternative with Tony Evans every weekday morning at 1030 on 105.1 FM WAVA.
7: Investors, are you seeking steady cash flow? Ready to diversify? NRIA has grown to be one of the nation's leading specialists and offers 10% annualized monthly payouts with bonuses targeted at 18 to 21%. That's right, you could receive steady 10% return monthly payments with bonuses. As their slogan says, they specialize in realty investing done right. You can even use your 401k or IRA to invest. NRIA's 15-year track record and 1.2 billion in new construction development backs you. Learn how you can invest in this hard asset real estate cash flow fund today and receive 10% annualized monthly payouts with bonuses. This is something savvy investors should research and consider. Call now, 800-700-7459. That's 800-700-7459. Or visit nria.net. An offer to buy or sell any security is only made by our private placement memorandum. Read it first. See us at nria.net.
3: It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Welcome to the second half of the show. So glad you're hanging out with me here on WAVA 105.1 FM right here out of Arlington, Virginia, covering all of the DMV. Well, we've been talking on this Marriage Monday about uh, how much labor, how much work is involved in marriage. Are you willing to work at it? How much work does it take for your marriage if you're single, are you willing to work at it? Have you found the right person to be motivated enough to work at it? Uh Lucy says she hasn't yet. I think it's a good perspective. Even, you know, you want it to just kind of be like a happily ever after, but the reality is it can be, but it's going to take work. Uh for for most people. Now, I'm sure there is a couple out there that's going to call me or you should call me because I want to know if you exist. And that is your marriage has been easy. And if that's true, let us know, because maybe that will give some hope to others who are like, "Wow, okay, so there could be a marriage that's easy, but the reality is I don't think that much of life is easy anyway like it doesn't mean life is terrible, but there goes there are seasons where you go through difficult times and struggles, uh but you still come out the other side and you're still grateful for your life, thankful for your life, and you can be happy and full of joy but it doesn't mean you're not going to go through difficult times. Well, There are a lot of marriages that go through those kinds of seasons. The question is, can you hang on and hang in and work through, there's that word again, work through the difficulties that you have to work through in order to get to the other side? And what happens when you want to work at it, but your spouse does not? My phone number, if you want to call me, it is a call-in talk show, and we have a few minutes together, so now would be the time to get in where you fit in, the number's 888-432-7434. And if you're driving on the bridge, uh, maybe to the eastern shore or maybe from Georgetown over to Arlington, wherever you are, if you're a bridge on a bridge somewhere, just remember that is our phone number, 888 Bridge makes it easy, right? And of course, the church that I pastor is Bridgeway Community Church. If you want to check us out on Sunday, just go to bridgeway.cc and you can see everything right there, especially with our cool online services at 8, 10, and 12. But if you want to give me a call right here, right now, while we're on the air, it's just you and me kicking it, right? You know, there's not 300,000 people a week listening, 888-432-432. 7434 888 432 7434 How much work should it take to be married? And are you willing to work at it? Or is there a time when you say, you know what? I, I can't work at this anymore. I'm done. <laughs> Lord, help me. And, uh, you know, he can do some work through you that you could never do yourself. Well, I'd love to hear from you. We have a few minutes together. So now's the time. Eight 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 four. Three Bridge. All right, let's go to Lovettsville, Virginia, and talk to Judith, who's on the line. Hello, Miss Judith. It's Doctor Anderson here. How are you today?
8: I'm great, Doctor Anderson. Thank you so much, and God bless you for taking my call. I think this is maybe the fourth time I've called you, and and That's my call great. has been taken. That's great. Yeah. Thanks for calling. Yeah, you're welcome. What do you think? Well, well, I just wanted to comment that. I actually have been married, now divorced, for 20 years. And uh, this is something that um, really impressed me. This was a comment that a Baptist pastor over at, Crest, over at Crest Hill Baptist Church in Bowie, Maryland, told me years ago okay. that, um, well, of course, we know our God is a, a God of relationships. Right. And I think it has to do with responsibility. He taught me that our relationship to God, the Father in Heaven, is the first accountability and responsibility that we have.
5: Mm-hmm. And
8: then it comes to our spouse and then from there to our children and then there to the community and our church and so right. on and so forth.
5: Right. And
8: that really impressed me because I thought, yes, if you have a, a relationship with God, the father in heaven, right. and therefore hopefully Holy spirit is prompting you and teaching you and guiding you. Um, then I think things will be a lot easier Right in a godly marriage. Right Um, and then the other thing the other thing that came to me was um and to me this is a Jesus thing, everything out of love and love covers a multitude of sins. Yeah. Um and you know, unfortunately I was in a marriage that we both started out on different pages. Um, one a believer, the other not a believer. Um, I didn't want the marriage to end. But you know, I think there comes a point in time where um, you know, God's will, not mine. Sure. And, um, now, sometimes you, be- you just have to,
3: did you become, a, did you become a believer after you got married or you were a believer, but you married an unbeliever and knew that you were doing it, but were hoping maybe that the person would change.
8: Well, I, I was the unbel I was the believer, excuse me, marrying a non-believer, but I didn't really know, to the extent of the non-belief, just like there are different degrees of, mm-hmm. um, you know, being a follower of Christ, right. I, I just Maturity. didn't full, mm-hmm. see it fully. Yeah,
5: mm-hmm.
8: um, but what I was going to say, you know, to wrap up my comment was that I think, you know, sometimes when you humble yourself before God and you're willing to go in His will, you just have to do what He presents to you, right. and then in retrospect, from my looking back at my own divorce. And I would have never imagined this. Um, I realized through Holy Spirit that this divorce was protective of me coming from God. In other words, mm. this was God's way of protecting me for the rest of my life because there were some situations that were not healthy. And so, anyway. So, in a way, I it feels feel-
3: like it feels like God uh, rescued you and then covered you. Uh, from maybe the mistake that you had made in this relationship. Well, you know what? I, I'm not always sure exactly. theologically how all that works, but I do know this: God is love. He can protect you and cover you. And I love the fact that you're giving Him glory. We still pray for your ex that maybe he'll come to know the Lord one day oh, definitely. too.
5: Definitely,
9: yes. All right, yes. I'm
3: running to my break. Thanks, Judith, Thank for you hanging so much, with God me. God bless you. You got it, my sister. I'll be right back.
10: Education. Dr. David Anderson is the new Chancellor of Omega Graduate School, formerly known as Oxford Graduate School, and your education as a working adult is important to him, to God, and to all who will be changed in the world because of your important research. Go to OGS.edu today and apply or call one 800
5: 933
2: Does your church have legal challenges? Six zero seven zero.
7: Come and call 844-980-3707. Who's the real hero now? You are. Under one roof, from one side to the other. Under one roof, from the inside out. We've got you covered from top to bottom. At Best Buy, your whole house is our business. Best Buy.
3: Welcome back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. If you live in the Prince George's County or the surrounding area, Laser Landscaping can make sure that your lawns look just perfect. They can hedge and cut your hedges and your trees and they can rake things up and they can make it all look beautiful. That's Laser with a Z Landscaping. All you got to do is give them a call and tell them that Dr. Anderson sent you. Let them bring all the trucks over. It's socially distant. You can pay through cash app. It's wonderful. The number is 240- 516 4967. Ask for Fidel. He's the owner telling that Dr. Anderson sent you. Let me give you the number one more time for laser landscaping 240 516 4967. If you want to see what they do, you can always find them on Facebook. It's laser with a Z. Landscaping. Now, listen, if you want to give me a call, we have just a few minutes left. I've got one more segment. It's you, it's you and I kicking it right here in the nation's capital on Labor Day. It's Marriage Monday, and we're talking about work at marriage. Do you actually have to work at your marriage? And if so, uh, what kind of work must one put in? And do you get tired of the work, or is it a good work, and it's a good work that you enjoy, saying, you know what, it may take work, but I'd rather get together and talk it out once a week, or I'd rather learn how to communicate and give me the tools that's necessary, I'd go to counseling to work this thing out, he's worth it, all right, she's worth it. Or if you're single and you're saying, you know what, I I don't want to put in that kind of work. I like my life, and it's okay. I'm an adult. I have freedom of choice. God has given me freedom, and I don't want to be married. Is that possible? Or I want to be married, but I have to find the right person before I commit to this kind of work. Well, wherever you are on that spectrum, if you want to talk to me about it, maybe you have a question, maybe you have a comment. Uh, maybe you have a thought and you want to just kind of kick it around a little bit, Uh, give me a call. My phone lines are open. The number is 888-432-7434. That's 888-432-7434. Or just remember the word bridge, 888-434. People take marriage seriously. And what I mean by that is understand what the passages around divorce say in the scriptures. Jesus makes it very clear. And he is saying, you know, divorce is a no-go. And uh, he said, it has been said, anyone who divorces his wife must give her a certificate of divorce. But I tell you that anyone who divorces his wife except for marital unfaithfulness causes her to become an adulteress. And anyone who marries the divorced woman commits adultery. So it's like, whoa, hold on, hold on, Jesus, what? (laughs) So you're saying that if we get a divorce, and it's not because of marital unfaithfulness, adultery, then uh, that woman, right, as he says in this text, is going to be known as an adulteress. And so then if you marry her, you're committing uh, adultery. Well, wow, wow. That's that's huge. Right. And so uh, also in Matthew 19, Jesus uh, talks about the seriousness of this. And I think it's important because it's, it brings you to marriage with the sobriety. For those of you who are uh, not married and you're thinking about it, you need to be sober to realize, you know, really, divorce is not divorce is not an option. All right. Now, for those of you who've already been divorced, we pray God's grace and forgiveness and, and you know, ask God to give you the right uh station in life so far as a single person or if you remarry again what does that look like talk to a pastor and work it through walk it through make sure it can be a biblical remarriage but the reality is jesus is trying to to, to remind us that this is serious stuff and uh, if you were to uh, go to matthew 19 it's sort of the it's sort of the same thing you know and he says uh, haven't you read he replied that at the beginning the creator made them male and female and said, for this reason, a man should leave his father and mother and be united to his wife, and the two will become one flesh. So they are no longer two, but one. Therefore, what God has joined together, let no man separate. Hmm. So God doesn't want us to get married with the mindset that if it doesn't work out well, then we might, uh, you know, just go on and get a divorce. But these things do happen, right? And so then that's where you need pastoral, biblical help to know when is it okay to get a divorce, how to get a divorce, uh, whether it's okay uh, to be to get remarried, who to remarry. See, all of all of this takes work, and it's not just marriage work; it's Bible work. Like, reading the scriptures and hearing from God, that takes work, too. That relationship takes work, too. And you put in the work, and God begins to speak to you, and then he can confirm whether, you know, you should be married to this person or not whether uh, you should accept the proposal or not, whether you should make the proposal. And remember, marriage is about the two of you doing something together that neither of you could do separately. And it's about being the the couple that is a representation of God's relationship with humankind. Because the church is known as the bride of Christ, and Jesus is known as the groom. And so remember, in heaven there will be no marriage or given in the marriage. Right. That's what the scriptures say. And so marriage is a human phenomenon on the earth. When we get to heaven, all believers will uh, be uh, married in in a sense to to Jesus, to God. And then when you have the real thing, the imitation is no longer needed. The practice is over. This is rehearsal for then. When we get to the then, there will be no more marriage. There will be no more giving in marriage. Now, for some of you, that's really bad news because you're thinking, oh, no, you mean I'm not going to be married to my spouse in heaven? Oh, pastor, this is terrible. Others of you are dancing around your car right now. (laughs) Okay, so I don't know where you are on that continuum, but think about that. But whenever you think about marriage, think about it soberly here on the earth. All right, let's go to Arlington, Virginia, and talk to Linda, who's on the line. Hello, Linda. It's Dr. Anderson here. How are you? Fine, thank you. Thanks for calling. What is your comment or question today?
8: Okay, my question is, why don't Bible verses refer to both male and female or men and women? There's a Bible verse that says, if a man marries a woman who was formerly divorced, then he causes her to commit adultery, and he is likewise committing adultery. My question is, Why doesn't it say if a person marries another person Mm -hmm. uh, who was formerly divorced? Why does it just uh, be gender specific?
3: Well, you have a lot of texts now, a lot of Bibles uh, that will change it to person. Um, But, you know, in the original language, it's usually male and female because it was a male dominated culture. That's the reality of it. And so that's why many Bibles have changed it to person, uh, like the NIV, for instance, if you read a newer standard of the NIV, it will say person, and it won't be as gender specific unless the original Greek language or Hebrew language in the Old or New Testament actually uses male. So if it uses male, then we know it's talking about a male. But there are times when it just says man and so they or woman, and they will change that to person because they know it can go. Uh, either way but a short answer to your question is it was a male dominated society and this is why whenever i preach i say brothers and sisters even if it's talking to men or men and women because i know that the ladies are included now but back then second class citizens and i don't like it but that was the reality of the time i'll be right back so it's does Real that talk mean somebody
11: W. Somerset Maughan, who wrote of Human Bondage, once said,
4: It seems that my heart had some deep ancestral craving for God, which my reason would not allow. Hi, this is Lon Solomon, and Somerset Maughan is right. There is a deep craving for God inside of each one of us. God placed it there when he created us so that we would seek him through faith in Jesus Christ. The problem is, as Ma noted, that far too many of us intellectualize this craving away. Be careful that you don't allow yourself to be educated beyond your intelligence. Not a sermon, just a thought.
10: For more information on Not a Sermon, Just a Thought, you can check out our website at notasermon.com. That's notasermon.com.
12: Your child struggle with anxiety, depression, stress, or other symptoms related to mental health conditions can be overwhelming, and deciding to try medication can be scary. Your child should not have to suffer through treatment by trial and error like so many do. But now, there is a smarter way to personalize treatment. We've learned genetics can play a powerful role in understanding how people may react to mental health medications and the Genomind Professional PGX Express Genetic Test was developed to help your clinician make these critical choices. Just go to Genomind.com to learn more. With a simple cheek swab, Genomind's PGX test looks at 24 scientifically validated genes used to inform treatment options. Best of all, in a clinical study, 87% of patients saw clinically measurable improvement. Your child's mental health can't wait. Join the hundreds of thousands of people who've taken the test to date. Go to Genomind.com and get smarter medications application guidance with the Genomind Professional PGX Express genetic test. Go to genomind.com today. That's g e n o mind.com.
13: Hello friends, this is Janice Fonseca, producer of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. I, I want, want to thank, thank you for joining, for joining us, us on this episode Radio, Radio show where, show where Dr. Fonseca and I can table to build bridges, bridges where there is a, 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 a divide, divide. Because, because like he like says, I'm comprehending with conversation. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson is a nonprofit ministry, and it is made possible with generous listeners like you. Will you consider partnering with us? It's really easy. Let me tell you how. Go to Andersonspeaks.com and click on the donate button. Consider giving a monthly donation. If you're a business and want to sponsor Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson, email me at info at Andersonspeaks.com. Together we can build bridges and have great conversations on Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Become a partner or a sponsor and go to andersonspeaks.com and donate. Join us again tomorrow at 3 p.m. and Saturday at 7 p.m. We want you to be part of this conversation. We can't do this without you. We look forward to your partnership and sponsorship. andersonspeaks.com
3: And thank you so very much for your support. What a great show we had today. Patrick Ruffin says, Dr. Anderson, I have an easy marriage. It's easy because I have a wonderful wife and a wonderful savior. I'm truly blessed to have them both in my life. Stale Faye Romero-Brown, uh, who, by the way, uh, has a a mask, and I posted it on my page, says, for years the struggle was real. I finally threw in the towel. And a big hello to Rebecca Rodriguez and her nephew, Stephen. Thanks a lot for listening as they together are uh, connecting with Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson and Shine Out uh, as well. Thanks a lot for listening. And Amarillis Lopez, hello to you. And Eric Robinson, good to see you online. Chris Kooks, man, I'm waving back at you. Let's run to Waldorf, Maryland for our last phone call. Hello, Miss Angela from Waldorf. How are you today?
9: dr anderson how are you oh
3: i'm alive and grateful unfortunately i only have a minute left but i really wanted to hear from you so what are you thinking
9: i know um, well i i wanted to ask you because i heard you your comment earlier about you know the grace for the person that's divorced and so forth and i want to ask you doesn't the Bible speak about um, a person if they, the unbeliever, wants to be divorced, that you should let them go? I mean, do you have to stay in that marriage if they're unfaithful and whatever all that thing? Because I, you know, had a divorce maybe seventeen, eighteen years ago. Yeah, and um, yeah, and you know, trying to make it work, working at it one hundred percent, but that person wasn't willing to, right. and they wanted to go. So it was, it was really hard, you know, because I don't believe yeah. in divorce, but. That's good. I couldn't, you know, say something. So I just wanted to ask: Is
6: that wrong for the number?
3: Nope, it's not. not. In okay. fact, it says uh, it says in First uh, Corinthians seven. Uh, I think it's around verse fourteen. But if the believer leaves, right. let him do so. A believing man or a woman is not bound in such circumstances. God has called us to live in peace. And so, if you're married to okay. an unbeliever and that unbeliever is trying to get out. Uh, I mean you want to do your best to try to keep them but if they leave you because of your faith All and they right. want to get out uh you you can let them go and uh y- you're you're not bound uh because they're leaving you because of of your relationship with God or whatever and so uh don't feel guilty about it just uh say God I'm going to let you govern my uh <laughs> my my movements forward from this point on okay
9: Okay, okay, all right. all right, thanks. I just
5: wanted to make sure I wasn't,
9: you know, doing nah. that I didn't 17 years ago, did something, you know, outside of the will of God.
5: Or whatever. I, I believe
3: yeah. that you're right before the Lord and uh, live under that grace, okay? God bless okay. you, thank Angela. you so much, Dr. Anderson. You're so welcome. And Lord Jesus, we thank you that you do have grace for us. You have truth for us as well. Help us to know the difference and how they also intersect in our own lives. In Jesus' name, amen day.